Ladies, gentlemen, geeks of all ages, you are now entering BJ Shea's Geek Nation. Welcome. Yes, welcome to BJ Shea's Geek Nation. I am the Reverend Enfuego. Across from me is not Vicky Barcelona. She is on assignment. Much like we, we say with uh, BJ, she's probably in the bathroom. Oh, Oh, hi, BJ. You're oh, here. Hey. Uh, that's uh, not something that we ever say. No, We've no, never no, said that you're stuck no. in the bathroom. No, that's we don't. very possible, that's though. I mean, there have been times. <laughs> but running the boards is Joey D's. Hey. Woo! On today's show, it's comic book day. So BJ's going to talk about some of his comic books that he does read. Uh, we're also going to be talking about comic book movie news, including the phase four movie titles that Marvel has announced. And also, maybe a TV show in the Marvel Universe is going to be getting a release date. Oh, maybe Woo! it already has it. Maybe what? it's coming up in less than a month. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And no geek sheet because there's no Vicky, but you can still get a hold of us by going to bjgeeknation.com. That's where you can find our blogs, podcasts, and more. 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 And, of course, uh, find us on all sorts of social media, including our Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, Odyssey. Odyssey. It's a great way for you to listen to us or whichever way you listen to us on all them podcatchers out there. Lots of ways to interact, so do appreciate that interaction. And let's get right with it with some comic book talk, BJ, because, well, you've got some new issues you've read. Yes, I have. I mean, uh, you know, some of the some of the comics I read are are in a little bit of a hiatus or something like that. So I don't know. I, I, I don't. It's really weird if it's still COVID or whatever. But Marvel is still pumping them out, so that's uh, that's always cool. So I'm reading Spidey, and Spidey's up to issue number sixty four ish. Really, I mean, sixty four ish. Yeah, I mean, it's eight hundred and something, really. But I know, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, so issue sixty four has a uh, you know Kingpin is trying to get these tablets, and these tablets are ancient tablets, and boy. I don't know what they do, but if Kingpin wants them, they can't be good. Yeah, right. Uh, and so, uh, you know, this former villain who's now turned into this comic relief buddy of Peter Parker, well, as well as Spider-Man, though, he doesn't know that Peter Parker is Spider-Man, but Sp- but Peter knows that he's a former villain called Boomerang. Uh, he's in the middle of all this uh, with these tablets, and there's a gigantic reptilian monster named Gog, except he's not always gigantic. They can, t- <laughs> they can put him in the, you know, he can be a little guy, you know, sort of like the size of a chihuahua if they uh, make sure they do the right things. Uh, they have inhibitor collars, so as long as they keep them. Ah, okay. But, you know, so they got so that's going on in Peter's life. Uh, also, Tombstone and Robbie Robertson are mad at each other. Tombstone is a villain, yeah. and his daughter is dating Robbie's son. Uh, so, Tomb- say, is, has yeah. Tombstone been back for a while? Because that's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Yeah, I know. He's 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 like a mob guy now. And I uh, think he always was a mob guy. I figured just because he just was that big, tall, white, imposing dude. Like, I mean, like chalk white. Yeah, and, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I hadn't, you know, because I don't know a whole lot about Tombstone. So, yeah, he's he's one of the mob guys. But he and Robbie have always had a, a contentious relationship. And now it's even more contentious because their kids are dating each other. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> yeah, and, of course, one of the, one, you know, Tombstone's kid is the Beatle. Uh, and she's and she's in love with, you know, uh, Joe's kid. And uh, and so, obviously, this is, uh, it's not good. It's a, And so, <laughs> yeah. And so they're at each other's throats about it. So all this is going on. What I find interesting. 
interesting is that it, Spidey's got a new costume put together by basically this uh, the, the, this podcast uh, video cast where pe- the ki- people can follow along with Spidey's adventures uh, through the lenses of his new out his new costume provided by J. Jonah Jameson and the podcast. Company. Wait, 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 wait! He's like a Twitch streamer now. Yeah, exactly, he's like a Twitch streamer, <laughs> and you get to suggest like different things he gets to say to the villains as he's fighting them. <laughs> uh, but it, you know, it, it makes Pete money, you know, because Pete, of course, needs the cash. So now, it's, it's, now that would be very interesting and kind of embarrassing. You, you yourself are a villain, maybe a low-level crime guy, maybe a super villain, and you're getting your butt kicked by Spider-Man, realizing that everybody is watching him, watching you right now. Get your butt kicked. Yeah, it's a clever Awkward. way to basically update uh, the way Pete used to take pictures of Spider-Man to make money for the Bugle. Uh, so 50 years, 50 years later after Spidey is, uh, premiered, this is how he's making money. <laughs> that is, that is fantastic. Yeah. So, uh, so the, the, this whole thing is what's going on lately in Spidey's life. Uh, and the Fantastic Four, finally, they get to be Imaginauts. You know, they finally get to go explore. Oh yeah. Yeah. So there's this thing called the Forever Gate and the, finally, after all the trouble, Finally, Reed gets to use the Forever Gate, and he goes there with Ben, and uh, they're going into a place where they go to the Marvel Universe where no one has gone before. And, uh, of course, he needs his best friend and test pilot because, hey, when did anything ever go wrong when Reed tried to go to some place he'd never been before and brought Ben? Uh, uh, every time? Ben, no. Yeah, pretty much every time. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that's sort of hanging over their heads, though, is that <laughs> somehow, some way. Um, they have seen a glimpse of the future in some way, shape, or form where Ben basically kills Reed and blaming him for some horrible things. And so this is hanging over both of their heads as they're like, how could Ben's like, how could I ever do this to you? And Reed's like, well, I don't know, but apparently I do some really bad stuff to you. Uh, so we're getting a lot of foreshadowing by Dan Slott. And, um, meanwhile, uh, you know, uh, Poor Franklin. He's lost his powers. He's a teenager. He's taken off in the fantastic car against his mother's wishes. <laughs> that sounds and, about every sort of teenager uh, antic yeah. right there possible. Sue, we're finding out Sue's, though, using her invisibility, and she's being creepy about it, and maybe she's done that her whole life. I guess it makes sense. If you could turn invisible, wouldn't you spy on people just to ma- and make sure they were safe? That's what she was doing it for, spying on her kids. To be, quote-unquote, safe. Yeah, yeah to keep I mean, them safe, and she did with her brother, and Johnny found out he's not happy. And, uh, I mean, come on. Like, I would like to say that I wouldn't be corrupted by my superpowers, but come on. I mean, yeah. at that point in time, like, I would try not to be creepy, but having the power of invisibility, if you've ever seen, I mean, I don't want to say how creepy I would be, because I would hope to be not that creepy, but, yeah. Mm. Yeah, and so there's only <laughs> one question, uh, and this one here, I don't know how we did it, uh, how they even put this out there. They they said this is a chick. He said, can they survive, and co- including our letterer, the person who writes the, 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 the words in the balloons, these can they survive the onomatopoeiacalypse? Onomatop what? So yeah. robotic apocalypse. Uh, well, omni is all. Yeah, or uh, uh, ono. It's ono. It's onoma onotopia. Uh, it's onomatopoeia. Uh, onom- <laughs> <laughs> it's an apocalypse. <laughs> it's ono onomatopoeia apocalypse. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 All yeah, right. What the hell does that even mean? Did they give like I, maybe uh, a I little uh, uh, sort of thing? Like well, a let's just say that and- uh, when they, the phrase, be careful what you wish for, really comes in uh, spades where Reed and Ben go. 
Ooh. Uh, yeah. So that's, uh, yeah, that's, you I know w- what? I wish for if, a Reuben right now. Yeah. See, that, that would, <laughs> Reed would have been happy if that's all you wished for. <laughs> Fair but enough. Reed didn't take you. He took Ben. And uh, boy, oh boy. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. You can only imagine uh, what's going to happen with that. That's issue, uh, 31 yeah, of, that's a lie. Uh, of a book that was uh, originally uh, it became, you know, started publishing in 1961-ish. Uh, <laughs> oh, they only have 31 issues in 50 years. Well, I yeah, guess how people- How they do that? That's pretty amazing. kind of love it, I guess. Is, <laughs> it's that, a really big issue. That yeah. is fantastic. Almost an issue every other year they give you. <laughs> wow, thank you. Now, BJ, uh, I sent you just an email with just one big picture on it. It was- we're talking about the Fantastic Four right now. It said Marvel Studios with a big giant number four on it. Yes. Because Marvel revealed the name of the next Black Panther movie, but in addition to that, they have named so many other things as well. So many. So yeah. many. Oh, I saw. I watched, yeah, and I did watch the trailer, the trailer for uh, the entire what they're doing. Oh, yeah, because it was like a whole legacy uh, trailer yeah. out there. We've posted it. You can check that out as well. Brought a tear to my eye hearing Stan say some of the things that he said. Right, it as was they showed yeah. us the as they showed us his vision coming to life in the movies that they've done, and it, you forget. Like I don't know if you forget, but they have put out a ton of movies, um, enacting a whole Infinity Saga over ten years with twenty two movies, and they're continuing that with Phase Four and the new movies that are coming out. And I did mention yes that the Black Panther sequel is uh, going to be Wakanda Forever. Yes. And it looks like what they're going to be doing with that is they will not recast the late Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa, but instead will, quote, continue to explore the world of Wakanda and all of the rich and varied characters introduced in the first film. Ryan Coogler will be returning to direct and write the sequel with uh, Shuri, Nakia, Mbaku, and Ramanda are all expected to reprise their roles. Uh, so we'll see where they're going to be going with that. God, I hope by the end of the movie that we see Shuri as the Black Panther. That'd be super cool. I mean, it, she's next in line. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, fil- it, it fulfills the whole legacy thing. And she's, you know, with her ability in science, and then they let her have the plant, which will give her super strength, she'll kick ass. Oh, I absolutely. Mean, I sure hope that's how it goes. Uh, that is going to be slated to be released July 8th, 2022. So we've got a little bit for that to see what's going to happen with that. Also, they're going to give us the official ti- they gave us the official title of the next Captain Marvel movie, which will be called The Marvels. Yeah, that's interesting. With a big ass. Yeah. Now, obviously we're going to be have Brie Larson come back as uh, 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 as Captain Marvel. We're going to be seeing um, Spectrum, which we saw in WandaVision. Uh, she the the I can't remember her name right now cuz I forgot. Oh, Who's- yeah, the main chick. That's yeah. right. Okay. Exactly. Oh, 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 yes, yes. I, I know who you're talking about, the daughter. Yes, uh, yeah. yes, and I can't remember her name either. Oh, this uh, yeah. is horrible. It's killing yeah. me. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, Monica Rambeau. There, there go. we go. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, so, oh, that's cool. She'll be in it. Makes sense. Exactly. And so she's going to be kind of like, Marvels is kind of how they're going to be dealing with that. But also there have been shots of Miss Marvel, which uh, in the comic books is a uh, younger, I think, Indian American um, person who was basically, she, I think she was maybe like an inhuman or something along those lines. And they might tweak the story just based on I don't on know how- a lot about her. She's been in a couple of issues as Spider-Man as a yeah. guest star, but I 
don't know a whole lot about her origins. And all yeah. we've seen in the uh, for the movies is that we've seen some still shots of her costume, and her costume looks very comic book accurate, much along the lines as how Falcon was as well. So it's going to revolve around those three, which will be essentially the Marvels. Uh, uh, no details, more than uh, just knowing when it's going to be uh, uh, coming out, which is going to be November 11th, 2022. Um, some other ones as well that we knew. We also we obviously knew about the Eternals, Black Widow, Shang Chi, and the Legend of the Ten Rings. That's we also we knew Ant Man three was going to be Quantum Mania. Okay then, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume three has been announced officially. So that's exciting with the release of May 5th, 2023. Oh, my God. That is so far away. It is really far away. Uh, obviously, also Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. And then the big one was the number four, which is going to be another tease for them to make another Fantastic Four movie happen. Uh, no release date on that one yet, though, BJ. But did it say it did say Phase Four? But I did notice the four. The four. I, the four looked super, super, super fantastic. Four. Yeah, that's exactly. It looked like very much like what what it looks like now in the comic book. What it's looked like in some of the previous movies. Yeah. Yeah. I totally. Uh, I, here's what I believe. I believe we're going to see a Fantastic Four appearance before uh, along before that because 2023 is yeah. what we saw like the last you know forgot like you said guardians it's like so what do we got to wait another like four years for fantastic four and i feel like i don't think we're gonna wait that long i feel like they've been teasing the hell out of us and to make us wait that long seems crazy to tease us so much for so long i feel like it's going to be sooner than it could be next year maybe yeah. even early maybe it could even be earlier and it might be the best kept secret like Luke Skywalker at the end of the Mandalorian oh it yeah, could be right. one of those things and I mean because no one has said anything except we've been teased all over the place and I've seen some like you know quote unquote reports I mean they're from TikTokers but uh you see something like that where like, they're like well I know somebody who worked for someone who did a thing so you can never really know or believe what they say but they're like there are Things in the works that nobody knows about in terms of like, yeah, of course, they've been able to hold a lot of things pretty close to the chest when it comes down to, I mean, just look back at the Infinity Saga. Look back at the trailers where you saw in Infinity War, you saw Hulk. Hulk never shows up in Infinity War. Or the fact that, you know, remember when Thor had two eyes, but then actually he had lost his eyes, so he's wearing an eye patch, but they faked you out. Like... Marvel and, you know, Disney as a whole are pretty good at keeping the things they want secret, secret. Yeah. So I'm really excited for all of it. The quick rundown, uh, we will have Black Widow, July 9th, this year. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, September 3rd. The Eternals, November 5th. Spider-Man No Way Home, December 17th. No way. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness hits off on March 25th of 2022. Thor, Love and Thunder, May 6th, 22. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, July 8th. The Marvels, November 11th. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, uh, February 2023. Guardians of the Galaxy, May 2023. And again, Fantastic Four TBA. That's all we know for now. And uh, by that point, I mean, I'm sure that we're going to get more information as we continue along with that as well. So here's what here's uh, here's going to be my conspiracy theory. Mm -hmm. I feel like since Black Panther started in the Fantastic Four, if they're going to have them make an appearance, that would be cool in Wakanda forever in some way, shape or form. I could see something about him being like like Reed Richards being maybe a a scientist who has been working with them, not necessarily in Wakanda, but, uh, you know, going back and forth and, you know, talking tack and like 
uh, swapping information, doing something along those lines. I feel like a cut scene and all they would have to show would just be like it'd be like Shuri asking for something and then suddenly this big long arm coming out from the side and being like here 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 you go and just have something like that just very subtle I know this well, is weird. I, 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 that, that would be a fun scene, but my gosh, I hope it's more than that. But yes, <laughs> that would be fun. If, if they're going to do a fun, subtle scene, that's a good one. Could the Fantastic Four have been born in Wakanda in this new world? Is that a thing they could do? Were they just all from Wakanda? They could. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't see any reason why not. I mean, it really, they, they, they can do whatever they want at this point because Fantastic Four, as in part of the MCU, they might want to just do a whole rewrite. Um, they surely... For the most part, have ignored what Spider-Man was about. Really, when you think about it, like, yeah. you know. And then, and there are multiple dimensions uh, within the world of Marvel. So, what Fantastic Four have we seen before? We could, uh, we could very well see different Fantastic Four members. I mean, it's you, know, you just don't know, Joe. It's hard to say, but they have they have poetic license. They can do what they want because they're very advanced technological wise. It would make sense that they were the ones that traveled to. I, I don't even know where they go an alternate universe in the beginning of the Fantastic Four to get yeah. their powers in the last rewrite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In the last one, in yeah, that was essentially an Ultimate story that was set in the Ultimate Universe. Because I was looking at and trying to figure out. Um, super geeky when it comes down to uh, uh, the comic book stuff, but in the comic books, the ultimate Reed Richards becomes the Maker, which is an amazingly huge supervillain, like greater than Thanos size supervillain. Which I would love to see if they had that Fantastic Four group come in as that. That'd be really kind of entertaining to yeah, be perfectly that would, honest. That would be amazing, but boy, I feel like you need to establish who Reed Richards is to really make it cool. Then, then the maker comes into play. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I'm my, thinking uh, like yeah. I'm thinking like like maybe another decade down the road or something. Phase Absolutely, eight. yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> something super ridiculous. If not, if and if not in uh, Wakanda Forever, then maybe you know Spider Man also has uh, and needs a new mentor. He was a part of the Fantastic Four for a bit in the comic legacy, so. I mean, man, I, I, like, there's so many different ways you th- to, to try to introduce these guys. Um, boy, I wonder how. I, I, I'm excited to see how they'll do it. Well, hopefully, the, they won't make you wait another like four years or so for that one. But uh, could be the Marvels too, because you got the Kree and the Scrolls. I mean, you yeah. know, and the, see, they're all tied to the Fantastic Four. That's the, everything is. Everything really is. It's like <laughs> Kevin Bacon. I mean, uh, everybody's tied to those guys. Six degrees of the four there. Yep. Um, now going to the television side of the MCU, and yes, it is in the MCU canon because they have now uh, basically stated that they want all of their television shows to run canon with the movies, um, which really necessarily wasn't the case when it came to the Netflix shows and even possibly the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show. Some people have noticed that on uh, Disney+, Plus, um, some of the quote-unquote legacy Marvel titles, a lot of like, we just talked to Fantastic Four and and some of those other like Fox properties are on Disney Plus, but in the Marvel Legacy like category, so oh. they're not a part of the Infinity Saga. Uh, some of those Netflix shows uh, and Agents of Shield have been relegated to that. No official announcement has really? been made. Agents of Shield is considered a legacy show, even though they designed it to sort of tie into the first Avengers movie. Well, there hasn't been anything officially announced yet. It's just been moved over there. So oh, okay. everyone's just kind of assuming at that point that that's the case. We don't know. But one of the shows that is coming up that will definitely be within the MC universe is Loki. 
And we would as- ah. we were going to assume that Loki was going to be a Friday show, much like WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And that is not going to happen because what? instead of debuting on Friday, June 11th, Loki will make its Wednesday, the new Friday, as it changes the premiere date to Wednesday, June 9th. So a couple Ooh. days earlier, you'll be able to watch that, and you'll be able to see a bunch of uh, uh, a bunch of Loki antics. I would love to know what that is about from a business standpoint. You know what I mean? Like they had to make that decision in a room somewhere. There's got to be a reason why Wednesday over Friday. Yeah, and they don't actually give any reason why. They're just like, we're going to do it. I guess uh, my guess would be sports because there are a lot of sports right now, and there's finals coming up. But like, I, oh. I mean, people watched it on Thursday night anyways for the release when it was released at midnight, and I bet they just decided that you know why not? I mean, if people are going to watch it early, we'll just release it on Wednesday then. And it's that's kind of an interesting thing too that you just said the sports thing because reading this article from Comic Book Resources, it says that ESPN recently showed a special look at Loki during an NBA game. Oh. The game was between the Golden State Warriors mm. and the New Orleans Pelicans, and it was a Marvel themed game. Yes, I. Remember remember that they had a bunch of actors on too yeah and apparently uh, players from each team representing different members of the avengers so maybe it might just be kind of working in uh, in tandem with uh, some of the sports or at least the nba that's kind of interesting yeah joey may have a point though because yeah once you know once those playoffs start I'm so worried about this Loki series, though. Why? It reminds me of when I first started watching Breaking Bad, and I thought, how is Bryan Cranston going to be a serious actor? How is Owen Wilson not going to be just (laughs) just this giant comedy ball or whatever, you know? Because he's supposed (laughs) to be serious. He's a time cop. I know. And the the worst part for this, for you, Joe, is the fact that it's going to be based all around time travel. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's the tough part. Owen Wilson, though, has got a dry humor to him. Which means he probably can be chill. You know, he remember when you think of all the movies he's been in, he wasn't the wacky one. Yeah. In, in all the movies he was in, like Vince Vaughn was the wacky one. And I'm trying to think of other things that Owen Wilson's been in. He's had, you know, he's funny, but I feel like everything I remember about Owen, and wasn't he in Marley and Me as well? Yes. Was he in that? Yes, he was. Yeah. So I think, you know, if it, if, if it was Vince Vaughn, I might be like, oh, I don't know. Even though Vince has done some serious stuff too. Um, so I'm thinking that's the one, but you're right, Joe. It's still hard to look at Owen and not just think of all of his comedy movies. And just hear him go, wow. Yeah, well, that's yeah. my hope is I think it could be really good if it's like the Brian Cranston effect where, you know, you just didn't see it. And then all of a sudden it's like one of the best shows that comes out. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, Joe. Because who, like Malcolm's dad is going to be a what? He's going to be a drug dealer? Okay. All right. If you want me to believe it. And it turns out, wow, did I believe it? Yeah, I'm still super excited for it. It's going to push everything forward in the uh, MCU get that timeline moving on. So very excited for that. Uh, Also, kind of a fun thing, too, uh, with Tom Hiddleston. Um, He recently stated that uh, uh, Josh Brolin couldn't have been sweeter when killing him. Now, you remember at the beginning of uh, uh, Avengers uh, Infinity War. Oh, right. When Thanos gave uh, gave him the old chokehold. While Thanos and Loki's last meeting uh, probably went about as badly as possible, uh, the first time Josh Brolin and Tom Hiddleston met was actually quite different. Uh, Hiddleston spoke with Empire Magazine about his upcoming solo series, Loki, and revealed that he learned early on that Loki would fall at the hands of Thanos. Luckily for the actor, he said, Brolin, who played the Mad Titan in Avengers Infinity War, couldn't have been sweeter. Hiddleston went on to recount when he first learned Loki would be dying, at least one version of the character, at least the one version of the character, uh, that the team behind Infinity War, uh, they revealed his fate. 
And the first scenes with the Russos Joe and Anthony had uh, had come up with, they told me that about it in person, and I went to meet Marvel Studio President Kevin Feige, and we were walking me through the loose sketch of the story for Thor Ragnarok. That was May 2016. So I knew before I started Ragnarok, the endgame, no pun intended, that it came time, the three days in 2017 in the spring, he went to Atlanta, and there was such a generous atmosphere from the people on the set. Which is kind of funny if you think about it because everyone's like all happy with you or like maybe being extra nice because you know your character's about to die. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, I remember meeting him actually, being uh, Josh Brolin. When I landed and we started filming, he just enveloped me with a big hug and said, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> it was a big day and a big moment. So, uh, you know, it's just the actors kind of broing down. It's kind of sweet when it comes down to all of that. Oh, yeah, because you're right. In that movie, he's only in it for a second. Yeah, That's it's why like I said the first three days. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like yeah. the first like five minutes or so because we get to see Thanos wreck Hulk to uh, do the uh, the the wharf effect essentially to beat up the most badass character. And then I I knew as like as like all right if they don't kill Loki in the first five minutes of this movie, it's never gonna happen. And then they did, and I was like, oh, they did. Oh dang! Yep. Oh dang! They did. So oh, yeah, yeah. It really. I mean, Infinity War is my movie. So uh, I was super happy. Kind of serious. You have a lot of gauntlets. Yeah, I have a lot of gauntlets, and I was kind of super happy to see how they went yep. actually about that. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of an obsession. It just, really is. Just a little bit. Just a bit. Um, before we get out of here, I did find a really interesting mention, and this kind of wanted. I wanted to spark a little bit of a conversation because. Um, as somebody who owns my home now, I, I wasn't sure if I really wanted to do something kind of fun or kind of weird with the house to leave essentially a legacy. Um, one of the friends that I've had on this uh, podcast, Mike Robles, he has had to recently do a, a re a re. I guess a redo of his uh, kitchen area. Oh, a little bit of a remodel. Yeah, a little bit of a remodel. Unfortunately, it was because there was a flood in the house. And well, yeah, oh, that sucks. Yeah, you got to tear up all that stuff. But uh, they've been able to uh, start working on that. And one of the things he's doing, because he's a, he, he, he likes sort of the creepy stuff, is he saw online that he's putting a fake skeleton in the floor, not in the floorboards, but in the wall. Like the contractors are totally cool with it, and even his wife is down with it. So they're keeping like this little mannequin, and they're putting it in the in the wall. So whenever they somebody goes for a remodel, they're gonna find this little creepy little bit. And oh, they're gonna think, oh my god, somebody killed somebody and buried them in the wall. That's it, what they're yeah gonna... I, yeah wow. And uh, well, fortunately, it's plastic, so I mean, it's not. I mean, once you check it and make sure, then yeah. So it'll give you a little bit of a scare, and, and basically, it'll just be like, well, these other homeowners are kind of weird. You gotta leave a note that says "gotcha" on it. Yeah, or at least maybe something on the like the like inside, like on the drywall or something. It'd be like, "boo, this isn't real." Um, wow. But I was thinking something maybe less. Less creepy than that because someone posted a photo on Reddit and they showed that their in-laws ripped up their carpet and found a huge Monopoly board painted on the floor. So oh. the best theory in the comments was that it was a part of a short trend of the 50s where people painted or tiled game boards onto their floor. And so that was kind of an interesting aspect of that, putting a huge Monopoly board down there. And I would almost imagine it'd be like a kid's room or something like that. But it got me thinking, like, what board game would you want to put out there? Because it would have to be kind of a... I would imagine a simple game. Like, Monopoly isn't that simple, but it's iconic, and you're no, going to know what exactly what it's going to be. So my first thought of something like that would be getting, like, a giant ticket-to-ride map. 
Oh, okay. oh yeah, you could do that. There's a lot of them too. So exactly. You could, so you yeah. could do whatever. Or each room have a different one under the carpet. That'd be kind of hilarious. But I kind of wanted to know what uh, what you thought. Like what your first thoughts would be to put down on uh, on a hidden floor sort of thing. Well, you know, I think that. We, it would be it would be a great theme uh, is is because you could put stars on the ceiling and then on the floor I would just have the entire board the 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 hex the hex set up for Twilight Imperium with all the planets Ooh. and just and just have all the planets on there and. Uh, I mean, that way I could always play a big live-action version of the game. That would be amazing. And you just went for a super crunchy game when it came down to it. That's hilarious. Yeah, I <laughs> oh, I sure did. <laughs> Joe, uh, what would you do, man? I don't know why the first game that came to mind was Candyland, but that's what <laughs> came to mind. <laughs> All right, well. <laughs> guess we're going to do some uh, shoots and ladders maybe after shoots that? Shoots and ladders would be a fun one as well. Yeah, and kind of going down the whole route of the uh, the early children's games. And, we'll uh, do them side-by-side rooms. Joe can have his room, and then mine will be the Super complex game, and uh, <laughs> it's the the board game castle with a whole bunch of games in between all of them. It's not a bad idea for a hotel. Ooh, you know, like a oh, themed hotel yeah. each room with a board game floor. I that's think I a, like this idea. That's a really good idea. Why? Thank you, man. Okay, so uh, so you got the idea. Who do we know that has a uh, has a hotel that would let us do this? Is there anyone yeah. that we know out there on that? <laughs> We've probably given somebody a really good idea who has a hotel or is about to buy one. Well, if they do that, they probably should just let us uh, maybe have free uh, room and board whenever we want to yes, for this great idea that we've that just given fair. everybody. Well, then this hotel should be in Hawaii. How about that? Yes, even better. <laughs> well, if you got any ideas on the board games that you would love to have on your floor or anything weird like that or how excited you are or even those Fantastic Four speculations, so many things to do. I'd love to hear it. Let us know, bjgeeknation at gmail.com or follow all of our stuff and find everything at bjgeeknation.com. Until next time, guys, stay nerdy.